Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. Hits of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about a urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live 16th of June from a Sydney Portier afternoon. It's been hosing down all day. Um, not great for Sunday afternoon footy, and I dare say Lotto Land at 2pm is not going to hold up. Um, that's a bog of a ground at the best of times, so um, potentially some dour footy. But coming at us live from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Jack, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, good to hear your voice again, Riari. <laughs> I'm actually not in Milwaukee. I'm in Chicago now. Uh, took the train back down to Chicago this morning um, with a fucking hammering headache, hangover-based. Um, so, yeah, in Chicago at the moment. Um, so, What took you to Milwaukee good. in the first place, which is from an hour drive, is that right? Uh, no, I think it's about two, two, two and a half hours, maybe three with traffic, if you ask mm-hmm. locals. Um Good question. Everyone, everyone has basically asked me that on this trip. Like, they go, "What the fuck are you in Milwaukee?" All like the locals. Mm. So basically, what the yarn was was there's a tunnel conference that I've come to, which is hosted in Chicago, which sort of starts. Um, I was a bit tomorrow and starts Monday. Um, and when I booked my flights, I was like, "Far out!" Like the, the that'll be. And I tried to work it out because it was. I had to go onto Google to work out when the NBA finals would be mm-hmm. and I was like far out I reckon I could go to um, Milwaukee and I might be able to catch the Bucks in the, um, the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA finals so I sort of planned around that by getting my foot sh- um, to Chicago and then getting on the train up to Milwaukee and then I just thought then obviously Giannis and the Bucks got knocked out and I just thought well I might as well just continue going to Milwaukee and, and have a look around right you're one of those guys that doesn't mind just a bit of an explore. So Absolutely. that was based, yeah, that was basically the yarn behind how I ended up in Milwaukee. But look, I mean, not many people would have went to Milwaukee because it's not really a destination as such. Although it's got a little bit of industry in terms of tools and shit. But um, oh, it was a very nice town. Actually, founded um, by the um, North American settlers, Milwaukee, um, and well, was it? it? It was. Have you not seen Wayne's World when Alice Cooper? <laughs> they bump into Alice Cooper. And because he's actually Native American himself, and they started to talk about Milwaukee, and he does this big spiel on how it was actually founded by the North Americans, pronounced <laughs> Milwaukee. Have you not heard oh, that? Quite. Nah, I remember when I was in um, uh, Lima in Peru, mm. and they said that this guy, this that Peru was actually originally founded by a Chinese sailor called Lima. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, fucking standard. I was, I almost believed it. It's good banter, good banter. So how would you describe Milwaukee in terms of a city? It's um, sort of under so a million I, people? No, I think it was about five, but it's fairly, I mean, it's, it remind, this is going to sound weird, but it did remind me a little bit about at Timaru, a bit, a lot of, reminded yeah. me of Timaru. You know, I sort of described it as Timaru with a um, NBA team. Okay. Um, 
And obviously, you've got Marquette Uni there, which yep. is a pretty big basketball school, and mm-hmm. University of Michigan. Although, I think University of Michigan is bigger in Madison, right? Um, Michigan's and in Michigan. Detroit. No, hang on. Is it University? Sorry, University of Wisconsin, I mean. Yeah, uh, Michael Finley. Yeah, quote. What's well, that where we went? Yeah. Yeah, quote, make me. Um, so, yeah, you hear all these. Yeah, so, yeah, or so uh, Timaru with an NBA team or... It had a bit of a Brisbane feel about it too, actually. And Green Bay, so the Packers, also play in Wisconsin, but they're not based in Milwaukee, are they? How far out of town is that? That's like a three-hour drive, maybe three or four. So I was talking to some of the locals, and they sort of said, well, people actually make um, a bit of a, you know, if you live in Milwaukee, generally there's lots of, like, buses from the pubs that will, like, drive you up tailgating and shit and then drive you back down tanked. So that's how they sort of approach it. So they're all Packers fans, but... So I think that, that works quite well because, I mean, you don't have that many um, NFL uh, games a year at home, right? So they just make a, make, make a real, um, make a real uh, event out of it. Mm. And what gave you the thumping hangover? Like, I mean, obviously, first day in a new city, you hopefully got your bearings from the hotel room, as we've expressed and multiple yeah, times. Yeah, no, very no important. Hotel. Uh, so the Airbnb host will be happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, um so, oh, I went to a bar called, uh, what was it called? Who's on Third Sports Bay, you know what it's like, just typical Yank Bay. It was a very good sports bar. Um, and then just started y- yarning to the Scottish bloke, actually, that was there, who was on a craft brewery tour. But he was drinking pet blue ribbon. I was like, what a gazelle. So, but I was like, good on you for going, but like, you're just drinking peps. Just, he goes, yeah, I know. There's a, he goes, there's a, a time and a place for every beer. And he was just sinking peps blue ribbon. So, that guy. And then there was a guy, Darren. Uh, Darren, a Milwaukee local that just sort of started yarning to. He was fucking, he was hoganing all night, and uh, <clears throat> he just took me to these um, bars, like one opposite Fiserv Forum, whatever it's called, the Bucks thing. Mm. And I sent you a few videos. I was, I was tagged. Yeah, you were. I was, I was oh, um, I enjoying have... the correspondence a lot. I haven't been there tagged for a long time. So yeah, so Darren. Dropped me off, and then he just dropped me off at usual that last video. Where yeah. I was basically the only white bloke in the um, club. Yeah, and I was—he just dropped me off there, um, and uh, I had to fend for myself, which I—I I, I did quite well. How did I it had go? a few of the, I had a few of the um, brothers were sort of like farming out their sisters to me, which I thought was a bit weird. Um, but no, it was good. And then I can't remember, you know, I can't remember getting home. Like really weird Uber. Like you wake up in the morning. And there's these weird, like, somehow I took three Ubers to get home. Like, what the fuck? Um, you know, so what, what happened? There's a lot. And then actually, another good yarn is, fuck, my mum rang me when I was hard, like, because she obviously didn't, probably didn't know where I was. Mm. And it was like 2.30 in the morning or something. And I was with Darren. I just gave Darren, uh, my mum to, to Darren. And Darren had a yarn with her for about 15 minutes. Jeez. That is... That's brilliant. Always, do you think, what? were you, how much more pissed do you reckon you are with jet lag? An extra 50%? Do you reckon? I just, you, I've actually, the jet lag I've actually managed quite well this trip and it's, the key to jet lag for me is you just got to, when you're feeling rough, you've just got to guts it and just yeah, keep pushing push yep. and you just end up being, you don't, you don't nap, you just go and have another beer 
get it down you. So I think that worked out quite well. I don't, well, you reckon you get more tank, do you? I don't know. I think you just... I always do exactly what you do, is I delay the inevitable. So as soon as I'm on the ground, I'm straight into it. Like, we'll be at a mate's wedding in the Canary Islands of all places back in November, and we arrived at 9am into Madrid, and I said, there's just only one way to get through this, and it's straight into okay. it. So we were at 9am at a cafe where people were having... Um, Desayunos, and we were getting on the um, beers from 9am. And it's just, it's the only way to do it. And it's, it gets ugly later, but then wake up in the morning, next morning, and, you know, I think your equilibrium pretty, is, is back established. Yeah, you are. You're right. you've, you, and you've got a hangover. You're just like, well, I would have had a hangover anyway. So, yeah. But um, it's a bad drunk. You know, I, I, will, I will say that, you know, you, you do get sloppy. And it's a different kind of sloppy. <laughs> I saw some of those videos of me this morning. I was like, fucking hell. I would have been an embarrassed, but oh yeah, live once. And again, I think what the factor is, well, I can't remember, but there would have been fucking shots being thrown around. Yeah, you know, the it's America. Like, it's so hospitable. Exactly. So I, so they would. Have, that's what why, why I would have got real tanked, I reckon. And also, also reminded me when Darren had the aunt to my mum mm. uh, that remember when I had to ring my mum to ask her if I was circumcised or not. I, I do. So that was bizarre. Um, and I've actually seen it twice happen that you have to, have to ring your mum to prove yourself because you've got issues with your foreskin. But well, I'm sure hang that on, mate. It's not issues. <laughs> my foreskin is actually probably the way... Um, it's actually probably better uh, human evolution, right? Because it, So the, the story is that everybody thinks I'm circumcised um, when they look at my foreskin. But my mum always told me when I was growing up... Um, Nah, Jack, you're not circumcised. And then as I got older and I was getting more sort of league-based and stuff, and my mate started seeing my um, my penis, my mate's going, mate, you're circumcised. You know I hangs right out of it. I'm like, no, my mum said I wasn't. No, so it, it was a st- you've just got a lazy, issue. you've got a lazy foreskin is, is what happened, um, how it's diagnosed, so just, really. Okay, look, Leah, so who, yeah, who did diagnose? Was it Foley in there? And uh, it, I think and so. It, so it, but so at the end of the day, it's actually, it works quite well. Everyone's happy. I, I sort of proved you got blokes wrong that I wasn't circumcised. Um, but, you know, my mum had to obviously get had questions from me tanked and my mates oh. while we were doing on road oh. trips uh, saying, telling her she's a liar. Yeah, I remember how she answered the phone after you said it to her and she said, not this again, Jack, not this again. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get on to, um, let's get on to the, the reason why we actually uh, record the show, which is... Predominantly the NRL, but hopefully carrying all things rugby league. And I've just got news from NRL.com that Mitchell Pierce is now injured, but he was going to be selected. Um, a number of other changes after one game, which I thought was pretty strange given that New South Wales early in the game were all over them. So it's not as though it was a game where they were comprehensively beaten or anything. Um, so... Firstly, I'm a little bit surprised about how many knee-jerk reactions, but this is the likely New South Wales team as it stands at the moment. Um, James Tedesco, Josh Adokar, Latrell Mitchell slash John Morris. That's the first thing I want to chat to you about. Four or five weeks ago, Latrell played the Tigers at the SCG and possibly put on one of the greatest individual performances I've ever seen in my entire life by a player. Um... And he has one shaky, or just probably quiet by his standards game. And he's been um, rumoured to have to have a big game today to retain his place. And Phil Gould came out and said he wouldn't pick him. Is that the most ridiculous, um, you know, overreactions that you've ever heard in, in like, representative football? The guy's probably the best player. Sure, he had a slow game, but 
Now, Charles Mitchell's the kind of guy you pick every single time because of his brilliance. His, his, his highs, you cannot beat his highs. Um, what's your take on that? It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, just <clears throat> my take on it is that New South Wales people and like the administrators are just they just lose their shit as yeah. soon as they lose yeah they just panic it's like mm. they're panic picking like and i don't know what like it's just irrational what they're what they're um doing with um uh Littrell. he's he's their best player but you got to take what um gould saying with a, a grain of salt but yeah it's just insanity and then that just moves to the to the to the next point on the selection drama is that well, I think if you put your tin hat on, that uh, Mitchell Pierce is he really injured or does he not want to play? He's just like, mate, he's almost saying, of course don't pick me. I fucking lost it ten times in a row. And we're on a forum with some well-respected yeah. league brains. I know. The New South Wales, they're saying, no, nah, you've got to pick Pierce. I'm like, what? Uh, he can't do it. He's proven uh, it time and time again. I feel like I have to walk around on eggshells and I can't say anything remotely objective or critical of New South Wales team for a, for a weary of a backlash. They are just, you see they're panicked at the moment. You're 100% right. Um, Mitchell Pierce, I have seen, and I paid special attention to the last couple of performances. It was the worst kicking game I've ever seen. And he's actually not a bad general sort of kicking game. Um, he has got quite a good general kicking game in club footy. Mitchell Pierce has almost single-handedly lost them origins. You close the door on that. The mental baggage with that. Um, one game, you don't just make wholesale changes. Queensland would be absolutely no. laughing. Um, some of the other changes I get to are quite exciting, though. You've got Tom Tabojevic at four. Blake Ferguson at five. That seems yep. to be potentially for an injured Cottridge, I believe. Um, and then they've got Cody Walker slash James Maloney slash Jack Whiten. I mean, Jack Whiten showed that he is not at that level um, with some of the things that he did in the first game. But potentially looking at him as a number six is just, that is, makes me have real concerns about Brad Fittler's mental state. Nathan Cleary. <laughs> Daniel Saifiti is rumoured to come in for Daniel Kramer. <laughs> He's um, fucking Fijian. I know. But, I mean, that, but he's not even that... Like, he's I, played I a think that's not bad. I don't, I, I, I don't mind that. I actually don't mind I don't that. Mind, but he's still... It's. I don't want to get started on Payne Haas because I, I feel well, like Payne I'm Haas sure you would be Payne Haas is injured. So oh, is he injured? Is, it? is, this, yeah. is this what it's come to? They're protecting these blokes' no, mental health hang on, by hang saying on. they're injured. Paul Vaughan... Obviously, Damien Cook, Paul Vaughan, Tyson Frizzell, Boyd Corner, Jake Tabojevic. Now, Wade Graham's going to come in for Angus Crichton. Cameron Murray, Terry so Sims. Is Angus Crichton injured? No, nah, nah, I think they're just dropping it's him. And then I've got a Dale Finucane. I've got Dale Finucane slash Jack Whiten. So, geez, there's, there's some big changes getting made there. Um, and I, I'm, I'm going to have to say that based on this just... Based on the wholesale changes, I mean, I love Tabojevic and Ferguson coming back in for New South Wales fans. I'm going to have to say that there's just Queensland, I can't see them losing. Um, nah. I cannot see them losing in Perth. They're just a they've already won, they've won the match just already, yeah. I think. It's just the carry-on. Although I did see um, Joey Arrow go down against the Warriors. Yeah, he's out. Is he? He's out for the Warriors. Uh, sorry, he's out for the, um, for the whole series. Wow. Yeah. He, so he won't be back for the Tigers this year? No, I think it's just a six-week injury or something similar. Yeah, so he's a big loss. He's a huge loss. Yeah, so... But I still think Queensland, just they're going to have their core 
basically the Ooh. same. They just, uh, I think they get it. Well, look, it'll be probably still a close game, but just in the you know the actual money minutes, Queensland will get it done. Yeah, just for me, it's just the Cherry Evans um, with Munster and Ponga just sort of seems to be just a, quite a significant edge over what it's starting offer see, it's starting to become a um what's that term uh for sports you there stockholm syndrome no 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 stockholm syndrome when you fall in love with your uh <laughs> you no, the term for sports like where uh what some like Mikel Fultz gets it yips and like oh, you yeah. literally yeah. can't shoot or you can't putt or yeah Greg Norman at the Masters in Baker Finch who? Nathan Finch. Ian Baker Finch oh, Ian Baker won the nineteen ninety three um British Open and then got the yips and basically couldn't hit a golf ball for the rest of his life. It's quite common in basketball and I think it's common in baseball too. Mm. Like people just can't throw. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I've seen that in a couple of baseball movies where he can't throw back to the catcher. Yeah. And Jermaine Izarko? Yeah. He's gone off a fucking cliff, he hasn't he? <laughs> um, yeah, he's been shot. Speaking of, the, uh, getting back to the round of footy, so the one thing that, Origin, it blew me away listening to Triple M yesterday. I was listening to the Storm Nights on the radio. I, I watched some of the first half and I was listening to the second half on the radio. After the game, Sturlo, Wendell Saylor and uh, Anthony Maroon were interviewing all of the Storm players. And the first question that they asked them after the game was just all about Origin. So Cameron Munster took Origin questions. Um, Caelan Ponga took Origin questions. There was another guy, might have been Josh Adokar. They just talked about Origin. So the, the, just creeping into this time of year, it, it's just not about that. If I was focused on the NRL, the product of the sport is just getting so diluted by state of Origin. I'm convinced now they have to have a standalone. they just got to shut this thing down three weeks in a row Shut it down for three weeks in a row. Shut the competition down, and play Origin in a row. It's it's killing the game. Um, and that's a business decision. Yeah, that's a business decision. I think it's just for the dilution of the product. The problem is, is that State of Origin is, and the NRL are hand in hand, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, it's the same. Yeah. Do, do the NRL control State but of Origin? Then, uh, yes, they do. And then the then the states, respective state leagues, are in charge of getting their teams together. But I mean. Well, but then the question is, in a, in a business sense, does State of Origin lack its luster um, slash uh, value if it's just done over three standalone weekends? Like, you know, the Americans are great at it, right? The masters of hype. Um, is the way they set Origin up now, how it's on a Wednesday, it's sort of midweek, that that actually adds to its hype and its value? Well, I think it's a good analogy and... Um kind of what some TV shows sort of do is rather than release like you know how you go to Netflix now and you can binge watch a TV show from 1 to 10 in an afternoon um, some new TV shows I guess like your Game of Thrones and that kind of thing are actually reverting back to releasing them out one by one so that they can actually milk the amount of media and the hype just exactly what you said regarding State of Origin so maybe that's what they're doing um, they actually stringing it out and stringing out the product and the news and the hype and the talk and the chat. I just think for the benefit of the NRL, get it done, get it dusted, um, condense it down into three weeks, play all of the other rep football within that three-week window, um, or just have buyers. 
you know, during that window as well um, and get it out of the way. It's, yeah, it's bad. It's bad was what creeping into the game. It's just, th- th- this football is like, people announces in the commentators you've got one eye on origin the whole time. You can't really appreciate what's going on, like a Sharks um, Raiders game on Thursday night. All the, the intricacies of the game and the permutations are all revolved around. Is Cottridge or Whiten going to play well? So they play for New South Wales. It's not about yeah, the it's... Raiders' chance and they're, are they going to cement their place in the top four. Just what I was saying before about the Storm. Um, we've had some pretty bloody good games this week so far, but all everyone's talking about is origin. Oh, look, you're preaching the converted here, mate. So, 19-18, Panthers over Rabbitohs. 27-26, Tigers over Cowboys. 22-20, Raiders over Sharks. 24-20, Warriors over Titans. And then the Storm flexing their muscles, 34-4, and the Eels um, laying a big steaming turd on Darius what? Boyd and the Broncos, 38-10. That, that's some good footage. So when I woke up with that stinging hangover this morning, like I just could not believe like that was the one result. I was like, "What the fuck?" The eels just. And then I watched the um, the highlight because I used I watched my KO mini. I'm just like, "What the hell?" Mm. Corey Oates was so like fucking hell. Do you see some of the mistakes he was making? He's the captain of my Sugar Coach team. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he was actually 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 somebody had. Um, took his feet off and put them on his head. Oh, and then did fuck. you see him like trying to pick that ball up and he sort of kicked it on? Yeah, mate. <laughs> that, 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 that try was... That should be on Shaq in the fall. And then the Eels just... Oh, I just... Brisbane, what is wrong with them? And I hate Seabold. I love seeing him, but geez, he's going to be under some heat now. Yeah, just when they thought they were really coming, then back-to-back losses to the Titans and the Eels have the Broncos roundabout. I mean, that could be something that decides... Um, their finals form, but who's going to be the team, Jack? Who is the team out of the bottom nine teams that's going to grab the eighth spot? Um, is, the, is the Broncos in the bottom nine? Yeah, they are, mate. You've got you've got from seven from the top seven. I think we're, we've agreed that the Storm, Rabbits, Raiders, Roosters, Knights, Sharks, and Manly are in. Now we yep. actually called the Broncos in, but they've lost two games nice. since the legal council curse. Um, Eels, Tigers, Warriors, Dragons, Cowboys, Broncos, Panthers, Titans, Bulldogs. I would have thought if the if the Cowboys beat the Tigers, and they were then sitting on fourteen points, I would have been saying it could be the Cowboys. Um, I think the Dragons have got too many injuries, and I think they're just going to fall away. Don't rate the Warriors. Dare I say it? I don't like the um, Tigers, but have they just got such? Ment- are they mentally just tough? And they're going to win some well, close games. Well, you know games. who your coach is. I mean, it, it, I it, it, it's not weird, is it? I mean, Benji was masterful the other night. I didn't actually see too much of the game. Um, all, all I did see was sort of the last minutes of that golden point part. But they just seem to be playing tough. They're going to be hard to beat, aren't they? They're just really fucking hard to beat. The other teams, maybe... I mean, the Broncos are still going to compete for their eighth spot. Um, I can't see the Panthers, despite having won four on the trot. Just don't think that they have the just the well-roundedness of, a, of the team. They've got too many unknowns in that team, too many young guys that haven't really proven themselves. And then the Titans are a... F- the Titans are a throwaway. I mean, the Titans and Dogs, who do you think is going to get um, the wooden spoon out of those two teams? I think Dogs do, don't they? Like, they've just got such a poor roster. I mean, the thing that the Titans... They've actually got some... Well, they've, got good, they've got good players, and they mm. almost just... They'll just hook a few wins. Um, the dogs roster is just really like the fuck. 
Raylene Castle, you need to take a good hard look at yourself. Like I hate the Brock Bulldogs, so I'm happy to see them down there. But geez, how do you f- turn a make a club get so fucked up so quickly? I mean, it's, the Warriors have a few. Yeah, I think they're, they're like a, Warriors, they're a Warriors type. They're like a Warriors type crisis. Yeah, it's it's win now. It was the win now where the dogs thought they had a championship roster within them, and they overpaid a lot of guys on back end of deals, and they fucked themselves. And probably the biggest joke of it all was when. They had to offload Mbai and Woods last year. I mean, they just signed, they just signed Aaron Woods, and then had to offload him basically ten weeks into his career. Is he the forgotten man of rugby league at the moment? He's been injured for the Sharks. I feel really sorry for Woods. He's actually a pretty good player, um, and he's just had a couple of bad haircuts. I don't. He's not that good a player. I just he is, he is a, very forgettable. The other one that I think person that's sort of really forgettable too is Josh Hoffman, right? I know he plays for the Eels and was only the progress, but he's playing good footy. But we never talk to him, talk about him for rep football anymore. No, because he's, he's average. He's a reserve grader. That's well, why he's we going to talk right, about him. He's, 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 he's starting for an NRL team, and that's all that I'll give him. That's quite... Do I do you think he's just... But when he played for the Kiwis, you rated him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah that's, that's many moons ago, mate. Many, many moons What's ago. What's a long time? He doesn't look that up, mate. He must be in his 30s now. I think he's 31. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Do you know why I'm not going to talk about, you know, the Warriors might have won on Friday night? I actually, just as I was writing the notes for the podcast today, and I said, okay, so the Warriors are two points off the eight. Okay, can they make the eight? Hang on a minute. Let me just work through the five and eight. Let me count up their their wins. Who did they beat? Okay, so they've beaten the 16th place Bulldogs, the 15th place Titans twice, the 14th place Panthers, and the 11th place Dragons. They are fucking dog shit. So, so that's about the same uh, bad. Uh, wins that the Raiders have got. But they got being the Sharks was a huge feather to the Raiders' bow cap, whatever, because they had just. Beat bottom eight teams, and they lost to every time they came up against the eight top eight teams. So that was a bit very important for them to get that win, win to just get some doubters off their backs, you know. Yeah, the Raiders they were up twenty nil, and it was twenty all before you could blink an eye, and we thought the Sharks are coming. Still, really like the Sharks for finishing with a wet sail, and tell you what, looking and you know fast forwarding. 2010, 15 weeks or whenever the, the finals are going to be, it would not surprise me to see the Sharks in the grand final at the very least. They've just got a team that I think when they get fully healthy is built for um, is built for it. What's with Agreed. playing Dugan on the wing? You just like, Well, the player of that quality, you just got to get them in the 13 somewhere, don't you? Yeah, it's a strange one. I mean, the biggest talking point for my, for me, for selection wise this week is, you know, who's playing centre for the Dragons today? <laughs> <laughs> Lachlan Maranta. Wow, yeah, that is a forgotten man, and for 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 very Son good of. reason. Son of Brett, Brett Plowman. Quote and Scully, you know, Pete Schofield and his mates. They used to. Um, Always use Brett Plowman as a code word for a root. Really? Oh, because you're plowing someone. You're yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I mean, I've Did always used a Lachlan. I've always used a Lachlan coot or a Ronnie coot. Um, yeah, yeah, you have. When we talk rugby league, rhyming slang. Let's just review the Dragons today because a lot of changes. And I mean, some Miranda in 
the centres. So just before we move on from Origin, mm. so your solution, because we've been accused of not coming up with, just by mm. these uh, these princess New South Wales supporters, mm. that we're just negative and just talk about problems and not giving solutions. So what, okay, you you're, you get handed the reins of New South Wales tomorrow. Yeah. What do you do to give your best chance of winning in the I, I, I run it back. I start with Cody Walker. I keep um, Nathan Clear at seven just from a stability perspective. Obviously, I bring in Tom Trebojevic, um, and, and he slots into the centres. And then if Fergo, um, Fergo comes in on the wing, then I'm... Fergo should have been there yeah, in the game, buddy. I'm happy, but we, 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 made our, um, we made our point known about that. And then I'm generally happy with most of the other selections. Um, I probably would prefer Dale Finucane over... Um, who else was he bracketed with? Someone else. I, I forget. But I think... I, I don't mind the whole Tarek Sims. Tarek Sims. Yeah, I'd get rid of Whiten. I like Tarek Sims because he's, a, he, he's actually... I think he's a big match player. He came up massive in that semi-final last year for the Dragons yeah. over the Broncos, and he was brilliant the week after against the Bunnies. Unfortunately, the Dragons lost. But he's also someone that you just don't fuck with, and he, he's, he could have a binder. So I like the Tarek Sims, Tarek Sims unfortunately, over a guy like Finucane. Um, as you know, we probably could put Finucane over a waste of space and um, Jack Wyden. But yeah, I, I'd, I'd run most of, it, most of it back within reason. I just wouldn't go back to Pierce. That's, that's my main gripe, and... You know, there's a couple of other guys like Klemmer and Haas have both been injured, so... Um, okay, thank you for that. Yeah, cool. Right, now, back to... One thing I did want to cover off with you, mate, is... Um, are the Storm favourites now? <laughs> they always were. No, I think what's happened lately in no, the last six me, weeks... they were. You're, you're the perennial Storm... Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Negative, like, they can't do it again. Nah, they, they've had their runs over. Like... Oh, again, I'm just watching the KO minis, but fuck, Cameron Smith looked like he's dropped five years the way he's playing. He's even getting a bit creative with the way he's playing. Cam Smith was unbelievable yesterday. <laughs> he was running it more than I've seen him run it in a while, and he was holding the ball up. Their, their, their <laughs> offense, Cameron Munster has probably taken over from, I think, you know, if we look at who was the form player of the competition, started off with Kerry, and then I think maybe Latrell had it for a week or so there in some of those big games, and then you had Cody Walker, but I think Cameron Munster's taken the belt, and he is the form player of the competition at the moment. He's playing so well. He's, he's just got spiders on him at the moment, and that's you, you've reached that, um, you know, the, the highest level of just form yeah. when people let you run and they don't want to rush up on you, and you've just got so yeah. much time to do what you want. The Alfie Legger effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, he's oh, he's a phenomenal player, old Munster. I just. I just see what he's doing there. How did Ponga go yesterday? Did you see much of that game? Yeah, he tried hard, but unfortunately they were just getting yeah. beaten by a really, really, really good team. Um, he, he got held in check. But if you're picking the Australian team, you'd be picking Munster almost first, right? Or would you be picking Ponga first? Mm, I don't... No, you pick Munster. I think that Australia probably picked the incumbent Tedesco over Ponga. Yeah, but I'm sure they'll just use Ponga as like the bench guy. Be interesting the bench to see. utility. What Ponga does. Because you get the feeling that he wants to play Origin, but he would probably feel a little bit more uncomfortable about playing for Australia. Because his dream is to play for the All Blacks in rugby. He's made that apparent. Um, and I think he would probably be a little bit uncomfortable about playing Australia. Who knows? I could be wrong. Just just a thought. Um, but the Storm, back to them being favourites, right? 
the Rebdos and the Roosters came out cooking, and they they were in better form. But the Storm Machines rolled on. They are into second favourites for the championship. You've got the Roosters at three sixty, four fifty Storm, five bucks Rabbitohs. and then there's just daylight basically into the Sharks at ten, um, who are currently sitting yep. in sixth spot. Um, the best odds of the bottom eight teams, you've got Broncos and Panthers at twenty six bucks. So the the, the the tabs still think that they are with a with a shot of making. What are the Warriors? Sixty seven. Same as the Dragons. The Tigers are hundred and one. Oh, I honestly think the Dragons have more of a chance than the Warriors. Let's be honest. Yeah, they do. Yeah, because they could get healthy at the back end of the year and, and roll yeah. six six on the track. Um, so the Storm favourites, you happy with that? Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, they're just the, the benchmark, aren't they? They've opened up a decent. Yeah, league. Good, Josh Edo Carr. I um. Yeah, I, I think we have He's just he's like so often we talk about peak players and how, especially wingers, they they generally have like one good year or half a year good where they're, where they're really good. But an Edo Carr, I thought, was going to be that. Like, he'd show maybe a season of really mm. good form, then just drop away. Like, like, like Dugan has, Ferguson has. Like Vonavalu has. Um, but he's still pretty... No, Vonavalu's still pretty... Yeah, but yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Not Vonavalu's not at that epic level. We still You still pick him in your team, obviously. But Edo Carr is a phenomenal... Like, he's a star of our game. He, he is... And I wasn't. I thought. I thought he was just a speed guy, but yeah. he's the best winger in the game by a margin. He is unbelievable. I was listening to him on the radio yesterday, saying how he bulked up a bit in the off season. It's helped him with his um, with his carries and his sort of his returning the football from inside his own half and stuff. He's just a complete winger, and you just hope he stays in Melbourne because you can just see that Bellamy's got clearly got the best out of him. Um, but it's it's, a, it's interesting. Another one, the tiger, another one, the Tigers just couldn't hold on to. Well, that was going to lead me to the next point. What what players that will haunt you in terms of teams, right? I've just written down a few names here of some of the real big ones that stand out for me. And Josh Adokar is almost at the top of the tree because you know the, the Tigers fans are going on about oh he got you know they dropped him to first grade uh, they dropped him to reserve grade when he signed with the Storm but he was he wasn't even he was in and out of the team they were playing Jordan Rankin on the wing ahead of him back then they didn't know what they had um, they let him go they also let Andrew Fafita go which I always thought was just an insane um, how they didn't re-sign him and he was an up and coming guy. Um, you know, long, long, long before he went to the Sharks. He was a lot of sort of um, yeah. hype around for Fido and his brother. Um, those two are but huge. The, for, um, no, the biggest one. What about the Bulldogs? Oh, and hang on, any, I get, not I'll, even giving... You go. Go. Well, Bulldogs and Cook, to me, is the shining yeah. light of this. They didn't even give him, like, um, much chances in grade. Cook was at the Dragons before that, so... You know, lots of teams that Cook slipped through the fingers. Even the, the Bunnies did, because he went from the Bunnies to the Dogs and then back to the Bunnies, didn't he? No. Oh, sorry, no, actually, my mistake. He was the Dragons. Dragon he was playing bunnies. fullback for the Dragons um, before, you know, in under-20s, and no one really had a position for him. But he's kind of one of those guys that I think you could... Ex- until he got to the Dogs, because they preferred Michael Leisha ahead of him. Um, that sure. was a fucking strange one. I think you could also put Isaac, Luke, and Tapao in the dogs. Just they let them go for for no real reason. Um, yeah. I think the Tigers with Tedesco, Fafita, Adokar. I'm not going. I'm not going to put Moses or um, 
uh, Aaron Woods there because I think they were they shouldn't have paid them and they didn't. Um, well, what about Co- Cody Tedesco Walker? At the Raiders. Yeah, Tedesco, the Raiders. The Raiders almost signed Tedesco. That was signed. He was signed, wasn't he? Yeah, re- backflip. Re- re- and God, that, is that that's a is that a rugby league term backflip? Because I like just went yeah. to coined by Cherry Evans. The Cherry Evans obligation. When, uh, when he backed on the good. Titans. Um, then I thought, Fergo from the Sharks is, is a decent one that could come back to haunt you. But, you know, he's, he's been through a few clubs and they probably didn't miss him. They won a championship since then. I think Cody Walker, if it wasn't for the Storm, most other teams would be absolutely ruining that. But they had him on their books for a couple of years and he couldn't really, um, couldn't really get a game. Um, obviously, Ponga from... Uh, Ponga is at the top of the tree because there's just no reason why the Cowboys should not have. No, but I think no, I don't. I wouldn't put Ponga there, Brad. I think the Cowboys made the right uh, decision. God. What to to, 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 keep, to pay Kane Linnett and to pay Justin O'Neill and Lock and Coot? Fuck off, mate. But, but you didn't know, like yes, you did. Yes, Ponga's came right. Uh, no, I, don't, I, don't, I think the Cowboys' decision no, was they, no, the best one they made at the think, time. You do not think they didn't that. want to throw a million dollars a year, eight hundred thousand dollars a year, at a nineteen-year-old. They didn't have to throw that. That's how money, you mate. end up. That's how you end up looking. That's how you end up like the dogs. <laughs> you are off your. You just. You're just arguing a point, and you know that that's not true. Ponga is easily the guy that will that will haunt you. I think other contenders, maybe the Eels, they have had in in recent years. A lot of players, but some of the ones, you know, a young Paul Gallon, James Maloney started off there. Um, and then I was just trying to think Warriors. There's, there's one who would make a massive difference to the Warriors right now who, who was actually a goal-kicking centre at the time of his departure, and that's C.O.C. Waitakiaho. I do have a feeling that one day he will return back to the Warriors. It might be his next deal. Um, but, yeah, that Ponga one, Cowboys. What a Is different team they'd be. Oh no. Is it Father's Day today? No. It's in September. Yeah, okay. I just got a happy Father's Day. I think yeah. maybe it's it's Father's Day in America tomorrow? Could be. Yeah, I think they have different um, Father's Day, so... Um, no, yeah, I'm not a big believer in it anyway. One, one thing I wanted to hit just before we go to our picks for the Sunday. Tonga announced their team this week. I think the, uh, the Kiwis announced theirs. Tonga Rugby League just going from strength to strength. They are basically getting anyone with a uh, with any Tongan blood now is deciding to um, commit to them and ignoring larger advances. You've seen the likes of Manasi Farnau and Satili Tupuonuia committing, yes, which um, yeah. both sort of and Fotuaka, all sort of junior Kiwis, but um, going and committing. He's good to, man, Fotuaka too. Fotuaka really good. They're just blessed up front. There's actually not going to be enough to go around. Um, I know. For Tonga, for feeders out for two weeks, it's going to be a massive loss. But you've got Fonua Bake, Fodueka, um, some huge names there, Pangai Jr., um, Takiaho Tomalolo. So you're probably going to have arguably the best full pack in international rugby league um, or as much firepower. They just don't have a great yep. hooker. Um, Solomon Ikata, just rumours that he's going Hang to be... Hang on, I, I think fi- that's not fair on Fainu. I mean, he's oh, not sorry. a great yeah, no, he's a good player. He's, he's, he's actually really good. Solomon Ikata to the Storm is what I'm hearing today. I heard that the other day. I just think... That scares me. No, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I how just good, don't think Storm would be would so be? stupid. How good would he be for the Storm? God, I, had, I hate to say I told you so, but I was... 
always hated Carter, didn't I? Yep, you did. And you sort of were a bit more, nah, give him a chance, Jack, give him a chance, now nah, he's going all right. You were, you'd have to admit that, wouldn't you? Kind of. I did read a really interesting article about John Asiata, who has actually previously played for Samoa. Um, he's playing for Tonga, almost doing a George Tafua. But it was a really strange article. If you read about it, he said, I've learned about my Tongan heritage, but never actually said too much about it, as if it was almost tenuous. So I'd love to find out a little bit more about that, because I always thought he was just a true blue Samoan. But people want to be a part of this Tongan team. And speaking of Samoa, uh, 24 test Kiwi, Martin Tapao is now committed to Samoa after a good stint for the Kiwis. As a Kiwi supporter, I'm pretty gutted, but this is how I would prefer it, you know, them doing a good stint playing for the Kiwis for a number of tests and then eventually going to Samoa. But I dare say that in five years' time, the face of rugby league, it's, it's, a, it's an avalanche, has changed, and I do think that anyone with Pacific Island heritage are just going to start playing for Samoa and Tonga. And I think that, you know, in time, New Zealand, the Kiwis, are going to be completely um, Māori or Pākehā with very minimal um, Samoan or Tongan heritage. It's, it's going to make Samoa and Tonga extremely competitive and probably um, the Kiwis less competitive. It's great for International Rugby League, but probably it hits the Kiwis the hardest, would you say? Um, yeah, it does. Uh I mean, the thing about, is to power trying to be, yeah, you've been quite open-minded about the power one and sort of said, well, thanks for your service. Mm. Um, I guess my question is now, though, um, is to power trying to be the, like, Taumalolo hero? Like, Taumalolo, mm. his legacy is going to be remembered yeah. fondly, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Whereas New Zealand, I guess we sort of felt a bit, it's I've the way we did it. it, especially because we developed them, right? It's it's, like, it's, it's 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 how we did it, and the fact that we believe that Tao Malolo, he was he did it at a young age. I think Tapao's played twenty four tests for New Zealand. Tao Malolo probably played about ten, maybe. So if Tao Malolo did it in a couple of years' time, I wouldn't have a problem as much. But it's just that I feel like we missed out on um, having him and a full strength Kiwi side, but. Definitely changed the landscape, that's for sure. It'd be interesting to see if they named Benji Marshall this afternoon. I'm hearing that they might. I love that. I think he does. He he almost he he deserves to go out on his own terms. Yeah, agree. It'd be good. Um, Sunday footy. No Tedesco. No Luke Carey. Joseph Manu at fullback for the Roosters. Um. I think, and Ryan Hall's back on the wing. Mitchell Orbison in the centres with Latrell. No JWH. I just think the Bulldogs can potentially steal this one. Thoughts? No. No way. You're, just, you're, good, you're doing the safe thing, aren't you? You're going against me. No, I'm just yeah. Well, yeah, I guess, but I just the dogs are shit. Yeah, true. I'm I'm, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's just really poor. The report. I don't care how many people get lost from the Roosters. They're still just a way better football side. Yeah, I've got I've got to stick. I've got to stick with you because punters are just are saying, "Hey, what are you?" I'm getting texts during the week saying, "Can you just let me know your Sunday tips now, so I can do the opposite?" Exactly. <laughs> I'm in a real roll. But um, no, nah, I'm going to stick with my gut. I'm going to go doggies. So is that the 2pm game? Doggies is at 4pm. I'm going to go doggies. And then 
I think mainly by a cricket score at Lotto Land here. I think they're going to absolutely destroy this um, this Dragon side and probably put an end to their season. And what'd you say? It's quite wet in Sydney this weekend. Very. Oh, and Manly just love playing on that shit field. A bog. Tommy T back in the one jumper. I'm just excited to see that. And Cade Cust, friend of the show. He, he is. I, I rate him. Um, okay, so you're going to go with Manly and the Roosters? Yep. I'm going to go Doggies upset, punk 390, punt of the week, and the the Manly side. Um, when's the actual origin? When's the origin of the next game? Next Sunday night. Oh, in um, Perth, Perth, isn't it? Yeah, and then is it Saturday night the pinnacle test is on? Is it this next weekend? Wow. How good is that? Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. All right, mate. We'll enjoy your time over in Chicago. When are you back? Are you back next week? Uh, next week, next Friday. All right. Good Friday. stuff. We'll uh, enjoy the Tyson Fury fight if you can catch that. Well, well is it on now? Don't know. Yeah, okay. Go to love your league. Go to love your league.